Hello and welcome to the All The Things Podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Merlot, and each week I'll be joined by a guest to help me deep dive and learn all the things in their expertise. Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the All The Things Podcast. This is episode 21 and it is all things stress management. I would love in the future to do a really scientific deep dive about stress, but today we're talking all about my tangible, easy, digestible tips that if you're feeling stressed out right now, you can put in your toolbox and use immediately. Before we really dive in deep to today's episode, let's do a mini catch up. So I want to hear how you guys are doing. The best way for that is for you to connect with me on social media. That is at all the things the pod on Instagram. Send me a DM, comment on my most recent photo. I want to hear about how you guys are doing, what you're loving about the pod, what you're not loving so much. Constructive feedback is great. I also am just so genuinely curious about what products, what TV shows, what new recipes you guys are loving that you want to tell all your friends about. This is something I frequently ask my guests at the end of episodes and it extends to you and same goes for me. If there's something you're wanting to learn about me, ask away. I think you can tell by now I'm a pretty open book. But just as a quick roundup, some new things that I'm loving in my life that I want to share with you are, for starters, this tea by Stash. It's the licorice spice. It is a warming fusion of sweet licorice root and aromatic spices. It's an herbal tea. I think I'm allergic to black tea because every time I have it, I feel so, so sick. So I just don't even bother with that anymore. And I'm also just loving tea at night for something sweet and warm because it is chilly. Fall season is officially here in full blast. It will soon be winter. So I really recommend this tea if you want something to really spice up your routine. I know I was on that dandelion root train. I still am, but this is just something a little bit different, a bit more desserty. It's such a hot girl move. But what isn't a hot girl move is what I did last weekend. And this is your PSA to eat a big meal before you go out drinking. I won't go into details, but just especially with Halloween coming up this week, if you're listening to this, the week it is released. This wasn't my intention at all. I thought I ate enough, I just didn't. Have all the carbs really create a base for yourself if you're going out and partying this weekend. Be safe out there, be spooky, but I felt the need to say that I'm having a bad experience last week from drinking. Not even that much, might I add. I get drunk off three coolers, truly. But I feel fortunate because I know that one of my superpowers is scheduling self-care and spa days when I'm hungover. There was a time years ago where there's this big bush party in my small town and I knew I would be hungover. So I booked myself a facial the following day and... That was honestly one of the smartest things I've ever done. Except for this time I had had a hair appointment. I wasn't planning on being so hungover, but getting my hair done, I absolutely love my hairstylist. Shout out to Danica at Sky Studios. She's amazing. She's also just such a lovely person. But that was great just getting to spend literally the entire day getting my hair done and chatting and bringing myself back to life. But that leads me into my next favorite product, and that is... Olaplex purple shampoo. You guys, I love blonde, bright, cool, ashy blonde. I always have 
and I probably always will on myself. Normally I have to get a tone, that's just expected. She only used this shampoo twice. She shampooed my hair twice and it was bright. It still is, I haven't washed it since. And the bright was popping, the white is white in my hair. I wanna go out and buy myself a bottle. I'm pretty sure you can get this directly from Olaplex, it wasn't a salon product. But it should be, like be careful with this too. If you leave it on longer than three or five minutes, it will probably dye your hair. So just a warning. But enough rambling. I, again, I wanna hear what you guys are loving. Send me some recommendations. And now let's get into tips for stress management. I think this goes without saying, but I wanna make sure I make this clear. These are just things that work for me. I am a pretty stressed out individual. I'm just on that type A spectrum, if you will. I love being in control. I often take on too much on my plate and thus leads to stress. I'm not saying that any of these are good things. I'm just saying why I'm qualified to give you tips that have worked for me. I also wanna say that a lot of things in my life are nominal stresses they haven't been super huge so if you're really stressed out about something serious going on in your life or you're seeking help please 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 of course do these things but seek medical and professional help and attention i'll have some resources linked in the podcast details or description box if you want to check any of those out but now on to the tips that help me manage my stress and i think will help you manage yours So the very first thing I try to do when I'm feeling overwhelmed or stressed out that helps me is to try and identify where the stress is coming from. So of course, there's a million reasons why someone can feel stressed out, but a lot of the times it boils down to either emotional, physical, environmental, or social stress. Picking one of those four buckets, of course, there can be more, but generally those are the four big ones understanding which of those you're currently fitting into and then narrowing it down until you have a pretty clear idea of what is the root cause of this stress. Now that we've boiled down what is the root cause or one of the main root causes of this stress, that's going to be our new starting point and we're going to work back up to that point. So what I mean by this is we're going to help eliminate all the sneaky or hidden stressors that relate to this root cause. Just for an example, so that it can be more clear for everyone listening, let's use me getting stressed about my podcast as an example. So maybe, and this is true too, maybe I'm feeling I want my podcast to grow more, I'm feeling really stagnant, it's stressing me out, it's making me question my self-worth, like just this whole negative spiral. So that is my starting point now, and I'm going to work back up. So I'm going to look at all the emails, if any, that I've been procrastinating writing out to people or getting back to people on, if I've been procrastinating posting content I've created or creating content in general, whether that be Instagram posts, recording episodes, reels, those things that seem really, really small, but when they build up, it seems so overwhelming and just, it's like the final straw that breaks the camel's back. So eliminating those small stressors can make a huge problem seem like an insignificant problem off the bat. It's definitely a meme that I'll try and find and put in stories, but it's like me stressing about one thing for four months, it taking four minutes to do. It's so important to get those things knocked out of the way to help create a less stressful life, and then you also have a better idea of what really is stressing you out 
and then how to tackle those things. You have more brain power to focus on the big stressors versus all these little things that just take up space in your brain and take up your energy. Another tip I have for managing stress is this is taken from Gabby Bernstein. You guys have heard me talk about her quite a few times now on the podcast. I'm truly such a fan of her and her work, but it's her choose again method. So essentially what the choose again method is, is when you realize that you're in a low vibration state, so the lowest is shame, it goes to guilt, empathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, then we go into pride, courage, we start moving up the chart. The highest one is enlightenment, that is the top vibrational state, below that is peace, joy, love, reason, acceptance, willingness, neutrality, and then we go back down to courage and pride. So when you're in these low vibrational, low frequency points, it sounds woo-woo, I don't give a shit, it's so true and it's helped me so much. This has brought me so much value, you guys, I hope it does the same for you, but you first have to identify that you are in this state and then you ask either yourself, God, the universe, whoever, whatever you wish to ask to, to choose again. An easy example of this that I think everyone will relate to in some capacity is say that you are feeling angry. We've all been there. We're scrolling a little bit too long on Instagram or some platform of social media, and we begin to compare ourselves to someone who is doing the career we want, has the success we want, is living somewhere, and we're just angry because that's not us. We're going to say, I choose again. I realize I'm feeling angry because I don't look like this person. I don't have the lifestyle of this person. I don't have the career. But instead of anger, I'm going to choose acceptance. I accept that they were born into a different family with different genetics in a different whatever. That I accept that they're a different person. And now I realize that helps show me my goals are to have that kind of career. That gave me clarity. Thank you for giving me clarity that that is my goal. That is a very surface level example of the choose again method. But again, I think it's something we all can relate to comparison on social media. So that's just a really easy way to interpret. But it could be something much deeper if you received any type of news, choosing again to seeing it in a different perspective. What it comes down to for me is forcing yourself to see a different perspective. And although sometimes it's just a shitty situation, there's not always going to be a silver lining in the moment, making the best of that situation. And again, viewing it from a different perspective to help relieve yourself of some of that stress. Something else that I think is really important to remember but sometimes hard to do when you're feeling stressed is giving yourself time to recover or that time to be kind and gentle to yourself. We live in such a culture that I think now it's hard to balance when to be disciplined to yourself and when to be kind to yourself. It's different for every person in every situation but I think you have to understand when you're being too easy on yourself and you got to kind of kick things into gear and push a bit harder versus when you're really burning yourself out and then this is a time that you need to take a step back and simply just recover. I'd love to do a whole episode on stress and hormones and how stress affects your hormones. If you guys saw my Instagram stories a couple weeks back, I was giving you slight updates about these tests that I'm doing. I actually got the results back and waiting to see my naturopath, but this is so related to stress and how it affects your cortisol levels and how that can wreak havoc on your health. 
But again, you need that time so that your actual health doesn't get impacted too. Stress is related to, I believe, every kind of disease, every disorder. And you need to take that time to get things back in line and get your stress in check. Some of the things I personally like to do if I've had a stressful day or a stressful week is go for a walk, one. Going for a walk, being outside helps me so much. I think I can just think about things as I'm walking. It gets you outside. So if you know that's the only thing you did today, you did something good for yourself. This sounds like a cliche, but being in nature really helps just heal your soul, getting out of the house. I think there are so many benefits. So that's one thing is I really like to take a long walk if I can after a stressful day. That helps me. Another thing is honestly just vegging out. And even though things might not feel like they're going to be okay, having to remind yourself things are going to be okay. I'm allowed to watch movie, catch up on a reality TV show, put something on that's just mindless, that's totally distracting of whatever's stressing you out. Again, make sure you get those procrastination small stressors out of the way. I'm talking about the big stress when you've just had a really bad day, you're stressed out about it, there's nothing in your control that you can do right now. These are the things then when you're taking that time away that this is the time for watching a movie, watching reality TV shows, all those good things. I also want to say this with a bit of caution, but this could be a time to indulge in some soul food, some comfort food. But when I say that, I don't want if you've had a past of disordered eating or anything to this is not the time to binge. This is just something that feeds your soul, that helps distract from what's going on and just helps make you feel good like you're getting a hug from whatever activity you're doing. I hinted at this in the intro, but something else that helps me when I'm feeling stressed out is identifying what I can and can't control and then really trying to focus on letting go of the things I can't control. If you know me, you know that's hard for me. I plan everything well in advance. I love knowing what's going on. I, without really thinking, try to control things. It's something I'm trying to work on. But I get even more stressed out when I'm trying to control things and I just can't. So if I can realize the sooner the better, some things are going to be out of my control and try and just let that go, then I feel like I feel better about the situation. Another tip I have for you guys relating to stress management is to know when retail therapy is not going to solve your issues. I think it's just such a habit for us. When I say us, I mean me, that if something goes bad, I feel like I need to buy something. I need to online shop or that going shopping will just help. And there is absolutely a time and place. I'd be wrong if I said retail therapy hasn't helped me in some situations, But knowing if that's like your default option of you feeling stressed and you just feel like the need to buy something, buying something isn't going to answer your problems. You need to be aware of your actions. Maybe sometimes it is. Maybe you're stressed out because of this problem and you're needing a missing piece and you need to purchase that missing piece. However, that fits into your situation go for it absolutely. Maybe you need something cheap and cheerful, maybe a new pair of, I don't know, leggings on Amazon or secondhand Lululemon leggings from a consignment store or something, give you that confidence boost to get back on track, get going, get out of this funk, get out of this stressful mindset. 
But if you're just online shopping with no brain and then the time passes, you realize how much money you spent, you realize whatever you bought wasn't helping the situation at all, it was just a mindless purchase, you're just going to feel worse. And you guys, if I'm telling you not to shop, you know it's serious. So the moral of this tip is to understand what your go-to reactions are when you're stressed. One of mine is retail therapy and trying to be as conscious as you can in those moments to know if this is something you really need or if this is just a band-aid solution that's going to create an even bigger problem later on. On that note, this episode is like super short a little bit sweet, even though the topic is stress. I want to give you guys some kind of rapid fire things I like to do or that help me when I'm stressed. I tried overall to make these tips things that have a bit more meat to them, things that really bring me so much value and help me when I'm feeling stressed or help people I love when they're feeling stressed. But here are also some good quick go-tos. So calling a loved one, whether that's a family member, your best friend, your partner, Calling and talking about whatever's stressing you out, getting your thoughts outside of your mind into the atmosphere. Just like talking through a situation can help bring more clarity and help calm you down. That's a huge one for me. Making a cup of tea. Again, highlight the intro, the licorice spice tea. If you're feeling stressed out at night or have even anxiety at night, it can become a really nice part of your nighttime routine. And instead of going to bed being a stressful thing of thinking, all the things you still need to do, your mind racing, what's going on the next day, having it be a ritual of you making a cup of tea, enjoying it, getting sleepy, going to bed, having a more restful state. That leads me on to my next tip is really trying to focus on your sleep. I called in episodes before, but I think sleep is going to be the biggest wellness trend of like 2022, 2023. If you can amp up your sleep schedule, your sleeping routine, That's also going to help impact and lower your stress levels. And finally, paying attention to what you're putting in your body and your gut. This should be a whole thing of itself. This is, even though it's a fast tip, this deserves its own section. But your gut health affects your overall health in so many ways. And I don't think a lot of people realize that your gut can greatly impact your mental health. So if you're really, really stressed out, I'd encourage you to look into what products you're putting on your skin, what foods you're eating going into your gut, looking at your gut health. Maybe that's talking to a naturopath or a doctor to really get serious about your gut. As of now, I don't want to recommend products. I haven't found something that I love. That's something that I'm working on in terms of gut health and probiotics. I also think that's a really individualized thing. I know that there are some great brands out there. When I find one that I love and truly believe in, I'll let you guys know. But focus on your gut health. If you take anything away, focus on your gut health this episode. And with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know the last few have been a bit shorter. Let me know your thoughts on the length, if you guys prefer around the 20 to 30 minute mark, or if you're missing our longer episodes. I do have some upcoming for you guys, so if you're missing that, stay tuned. They are on their way, but I'd love to hear your feedback. Again, talking about feedback, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I will love you forever. 
You guys don't realize how much reviews really help grow our podcast and community. It gets the word out there. Apple realizes that it's an actual podcast and it also will then push it more. If you guys are wanting to hear more from me, you can connect with me on Instagram at all the things the pod. Send me an email at all the things the blog at gmail.com or check out our website at all the things the With that, I hope you have a great rest of your week whenever you're listening to this, and I'll talk to you soon. 